Welcome to our brand new show. It's not that complicated, so listen close. We'll go through IMDb, reviewing all of Tom Hanks' movies. Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank. Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank. Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank. Hanks Bank. Jamie, uh, what do I and Billie Eilish have in common? Uh, well, I, I I think I do know the answer, but I'm, I'm going to let you finish your own joke. We're the bad guys. <laughs> uh, Duh. Yeah. Uh, so to our dear listeners, you might be looking at this runtime thinking, wow, these guys finally have it down when Tom Hanks has a really short cameo in something. They're not spending an hour and a half in it. And you would be entirely wrong. Uh, this is actually the 140. No, not 141st. This is our 100th minute, I think, we've spent uh, talking about this podcast. Uh, unfortunately, I lost all the audio on my end. And therefore, uh, I, I did suggest to Jamie that we could do a podcast where I just use his audio <laughs> and record around it. <laughs> and, and as much as I wanted that to, to be the case, um, and, and we, I may still force you to do that further down the line, oh, please do, please uh, do I think it will be a disaster. Mm. Uh, so I will hold on to that audio for maybe a special episode. Uh, but oh, no, okay. for, we, now have, we, we now have a mysterious lost episode. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting? All about uh, Elvis has left the building. Sorry, I should. I know this is going to be a, a short episode where we're making up for it um, because, yeah. yeah, we couldn't be bothered to do another ninety no, minutes no, on no, that no, fucking no. film. It would have been yeah. an awful podcast. We're saving you. But um, hello yeah. and welcome to Hanks Bank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire MVP. I'm Jamie Loxon. With me, as always, is my co-host Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al. Hello, Al. So yeah, let's just get through this. We're we're, we're doing a make good. We're going to summarise what you may have heard on that podcast, summarise our thoughts about uh, Elvis has left the building uh, and and still give you the actual scores we did give. Uh, Now, I do have to say, uh, dear listeners, um, you have missed out on uh, a a very special episode because it was an episode where I did not watch the film. Uh, I could not find it anywhere, uh, legally or illegally. Uh, and so we just decided to have Al watch the film and then describe it to me. So I got the experience of listening to a Hanks Bank episode in real time, which was great fun. Um, but uh, seeing as I haven't seen the film, Al, could you give a quick summary of this film? Because uh, sure. as, uh, even though you did uh, give, of course, a fantastic minute by minute breakdown, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've kind of forgotten. Right. No problem. So let's do this nice and quick. All right. Uh, I, I only need to kind of do one bit step by step. Is that at the beginning? Uh, a little PowerPoint presentation of the film reminding us that uh, at the time of Elvis's death, there were only three Elvis impersonators. By the time of the film, that's 2004, there are 50,000 impersonators of Elvis Presley. Uh, therefore, by 2012, uh, by at that rate of expansion, uh, one in four people would be Elvis uh, impersonators. So naturally, the film suggests the only way to deal with this is that Elvis from heaven is going to start smiting uh, Elvis impersonators where they stand how is he going to do that you ask why by a little woman called Harmony that's right Harmony the guy from uh, whatchamacallit my big fat Greek wedding that's right great film directed by the same director what we're giving the fun facts as they come yes uh, just, yeah we're just going to weave in the show context throughout yeah. this go, go on a uh, trip across America for, starting in Texas ending up in Las Vegas uh, and Harmony as it turns out who was weirdly driven around by Elvis as a child in a series of scenes that make us wonder mm. if they're suggesting that Elvis was kind of a uh, yeah, child molester. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a slight undercurrent of suggesting that Elvis is a child molester in this film. Uh, we we kind of ignore it. 
yeah, we, we we kind of like danced around it, but it was uncomfortable uh, to the point that uh, in later life uh, she loves Elvis. Of course, that's really not talked that much, but there's Elvis music in the background, and uh, every time she sees an Elvis impersonator, they die. Uh, now, I yes. guess you might be wondering where Tom Hanks is in all of this. Uh, you know, our first Elvis impersonator impersonator is richard price or Pryor. uh he dies by being it's not it's not fire. richard Pryor. richard Pryor is a, a black comedian who was almost certainly dead by 2002 and would have been a very interesting cameo in this film <laughs> who am i thinking of um you are thinking i don't have the fu- i don't have the imdb up in front of me this was my one role yeah, in I, the last I, I one i think he was in a movie with uh robert de niro called midnight express i think uh, where he plays a criminal. He's that guy. Um, he gets set on fire. Uh, another Elvis gets a kind of engine bolt through the head. She's involved in all of these, but it's never explicitly murder. It's all a bit dodgy. She flees the scene of the crime. No one knows why. Uh, now, of course, if you're looking on IMDb, you might realise that Tom Hanks in this movie is uh, referred to as Mailbox Elvis. Mailbox Elvis, yeah. Yes, and that's because uh, Harmony, in her first act of actual murder... Uh, driving on the road is kind of pushed off the road by another driver, uh, hits a mailbox, a mailbox flies through the air, one, two, three, and lands on the head of an Elvis impersonator driving on his Mustang hog. I'm not sure you have Mustang it's hogs. It's Mustang, no, Mustangs do not have hogs. He's Harley Davidson, uh, and kills him instantaneously. Uh, we open the mailbox later to find out that inside it was Tom Hanks. Now you might be wondering why Tom Hanks would be in for his literal shortest cameo in this film in any film, I think, ever, except for ones where you can barely see him. Uh, and that's because the director is, uh, the, was the director of My Big Fat Greek Wedding, which was produced by Playtone, uh, which is run by Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson. Uh, they keep on going. She keeps fleeing the crime. The FBI are looking after them. There's Mr. Bobesby is there from uh, The Sweet Life of Second Cody, if you remember that. Uh, also, um, Samwise Gamgee is in this film yeah. uh, in some capacity. Again, I have oh, not seen some, it. Some I capacity? do not know. Jamie, I think I told you he likes dem titties. Okay, very specifically, <laughs> he's trying to get some models to take their clothes off, and I, I guess it's related to the plot. No one really knows. Eventually, they reach the uh, climax of the film. Uh, the Elvis impersonator uh, gathering in Las Vegas, uh, where the guy from My Big Fat Greek Wedding's uh, legal wife, but soon to be ex wife, is there also as an Elvis impersonator. Uh, this woman wants to get away, she's causing too many deaths, she leaves on the roof. All the Elvis impersonators think Elvis is coming back. They're praying to the sky. They're praying to the sky. They're praying to Elvis. They're praying to Elvis. The stars form a constellation. What is it? It's the king, baby. And he fires lightning <laughs> down and the roof collapses, killing what all the, the Elvis fuck? impersonators. We we did an hour and a half of a lost podcast and not once did you do that good of an Elvis impression. How oh. dare you save that good of an Elvis impression? <laughs> and I'm not saying it's good, but dear listeners, you should have heard the Elvis impressions <laughs> in the last episode. But how dare you save that for this shitty make good episode what i think is really sad is that um you know in the last episode we of course laid out the coordinates to our buried treasure and now no one's gonna get to hear that oh uh, yeah really of course yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah maybe maybe from now on we should just uh drop in little hints about what might have happened in the last episode uh forever all these amazing i yeah it was actually the greatest comedic achievement of all time yeah. uh, and now the rest of this podcast is just going to be like that tenacious d song tribute where mm. we're not doing the greatest podcast of all time we're just referencing it all the time no um, jamie we're not just the podcast that watches uh, all of Tom Hanks' movies. We're also the podcast that ranks and reviews all Tom Hanks' movies. Now, how do we rank his movies? 
Uh, we give uh, the movie a, a rating out of five. Uh, we give Tom Hanks a rating out of five. And then we have the Tom Hanks dick meter, which can go from like minus five to, my, uh, to plus five to six, whatever, uh, which says how much of a dick was Tom Hanks in this film. And then mm. we decide whether it goes in the Hanks Bank, the collection of movies or TV shows we're going to show to the aliens to prove our worth and them to join the United States of space. Don't worry, listen to another episode. We don't have time on this 10-minute episode to explain all of that. Now, Alexander, I do have our spreadsheet up here uh, in yeah. case you have forgotten what you gave oh, it. Oh, I have, I Yes, as I'm sure you would have. Um, So I obviously uh, gave, in what was a very good joke, uh, I gave the film I uh, the imaginary number. Uh, We had a quick back and forth about GCSE maths. It was great fun. Um, You gave it two out of five. Uh, I gave Tom Hanks zero uh, because I literally have not seen him in this film. Uh, And you gave him three. Uh, And on the dick meter, I gave him a three. for i believe i believe for a dying while looking like he was having an orgasm i think that was my justification we yeah. left that out in this oh well look at all the hilarity you missed out on on the last episode guys um and then you gave him a five god knows why um and then neither of us put it in our hanks bank because of course not i think you considered putting it in your hanks bank uh briefly uh, I, I do genuinely believe that if people have the ability to watch this, they should watch this once, specifically while drunk, because it is crazy. And uh, yeah, I mean, that that's all I have to say about this. Yeah, you should watch this movie while drunk. Yeah. And we also discussed whether um, due to Elvis uh, appearing in around 90 different iterations in this, plus also mm. having appeared, of course, in Forrest Gump. Does that mm. mean Elvis Presley is the character that has appeared the most in Tom Hanks movies? We have to now be on the on the eye out for a continued uh, Elvis vein continuing through uh, through his career. I think that's fair, Jamie. And so we then, uh, I think we probably did a standard thing of saying what goes in uh, elsewise. I don't think we wrote it down. Um, so no, you know, no, no, I don't. Do no, I don't keep a track. Uh, do I want to make up something new of what's going to save humanity this week? Uh, yeah. uh, what's going to... Oh, actually, you know what? I, am go- I do have something new. Sick. And it's Tom Hanks related. Amazing. I'm so good at my job. Um, uh, what's going to save humanity this week is Tom Hanks uh, appeared for the first time publicly uh, a couple of days ago. He uh, hosted SNL. Uh, they did an SNL at home where they'd recorded mm-hmm. all the sketches through Zoom with all the different performers uh, recording their own sketches in their own house. Now, it's SNL. It was still, like, pretty hit and miss. But the seeing our lovely dear Tom Hanks again uh, was was very heartwarming, especially in this crisis where he obviously went through um, such a stressful uh, experience. It was a very nice, wholesome experience to see him back on his feet and doing what he does best, which is comedy. He's He's got a lovely, just natural comedic talent. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to present the YouTube video of Tom Hanks hosting SNL at home and giving the monologue. Uh, to the aliens this week what are you going to present to the aliens to save humanity uh uh i think last week i think this wasn't two weeks ago um the thing i did give was uh, john krasinski's some good news which uh anytime i'm feeling really low at the moment uh anita i don't know listen to the original cast of hamilton sing songs from hamilton uh is where i go to get a little bit of joy in this dark dark time so if you haven't already go to youtube watch it it's probably the rare case of a celebrity making a late night format work on youtube because it feels more like a youtube channel anyway so you know good on him for his knowledge of basic internet editing uh (laughs) it's really good fun so yeah those are the things going in our hanks bank this week 
So that's our lovely uh, mini mini sode. We've we had mm. a run of mini sodes where we said they were going to be thirty minutes, uh, and they regularly were longer than thirty minutes. We've now oh, got yeah. another mini sode, which is actually probably a little bit more me- mini, being uh, only about twelve minutes. But we did say it would be ten minutes, and it has run over that as well. Mm. We can mm. never keep to any time constraint we ever give ourselves. So our best to it. Follow us at, at Hank's Bank Pod. Follow Al at Al underscore C underscore stuff. Me at Al Jamie. Uh, me at Jamie P Locks and whatever the fuck my name is. Uh, and next week we're back reviewing with. Hopefully a full episode if Al doesn't uh, lose this audio as well. Um, uh, reviewing The Ruttles can't, uh, 2 Can't Buy Me Lunch, which is a project by Eric Idle and the Monty Python people. Uh, and it's basically a fake mockumentary all about the Beatles. Uh, it's pretty good fun. You can find it on YouTube if you want to watch it before next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will see you then. From me, Jamie, and my co-host Al, that's one more ep in the bank. World sugar I'm all shook up. Hands back.